Podcast. A Magical Myth Entertainment Production. Hosted by Miss Nikki Kirby. Co-hosted by Saul Ravencraft. Sponsored by Ever Moving Lee Rise and Moonlight Potions and Charms. Executive Producer Nikki Kirby. And welcome to Witch Hat Chats. Come on in and sit for a spell. We're sponsored by Ever Moving We Rise, Moonlight Potions and Charms, and Soul Ravencraft, Wizard for Hire. I am your goddess host, Miss Nikki Kirby, and our co-host is Saul Ravencraft, and I saw him somewhere. Where are you, Saul? <laughs> I'm around. I'm definitely around. Um, we are in the middle of October, and uh, it's uh, it's fun. Uh, I'm going to be at Curie Arcanum's this afternoon, which I, I get to do not as often as I used to, but we did find a day in the middle of the month uh, to, to be there, so... Uh, after you're done watching this, if you're in Austin, come see me. Awesome. And Moonlight Potions and Charms, we've got our new candles that are out and being celebrated, as well as Thing is out, and he is delivering messages to everybody who likes to be, uh, have a message to deliver to. <laughs> Right. So to speak. And he can be used also for other situations that you don't like as well. And so he, he we, makes a great gift. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> Sends a message all by itself. All by itself. And he's <laughs> a wonderful little guy that's just crawling around. And like I said, our candles have been redesigned. And they are in a container now, in which you can turn it into anything you want to because it's got a nice um, bamboo cover on top of it. So they make nice herb jars and so on and so on. So they're wonderful to be able to be recycled and reused all over again. So Make sure you drop by Moonlight Potions and Charms and see what we're up to. Nice. You want to know what our divination is for today? Of course I do. What do you got? All right. So I'm having my positive energy tea today. And Miss Emily Dickinson is the one who has our um, divination today. And she says, and I quote, Nature is a haunted house. But art that tries to be haunted. Oh, so hmm. Mr. Stone, since you're the expert over here on helping us with our divinations, what do you think that means? Nature is a haunted house, but art that tries to be haunted. So. I wonder if it's if it's poking fun at art and artists and sort of the the 
the pretension of art. Great art has meaning. Great art expresses. Uh, and, and art that comes from within does that. But then you get to the point where people are trying to make art or trying to interpret art. Um, so there's a, there's a woman named Amy Tan, and she wrote uh, a book called The Joy Luck Club. Oh, yes. And Very I good. heard an essay that she written. She We found this thing that was her reading some of her essays around, uh, aloud. And one of them was about going into a bookstore and seeing cliff notes about the Joy Luck Club for the first time. And she said that was just surreal. You know, she's sitting there next to Shakespeare and Dickens and all that. <laughs> and so she started looking through it. And she found all of this information about the, you know, when, when Miss Tan wrote about this, what was she trying to say? What was the intention of the author by writing this, this, in this way? And she said it, she was amazed at all of the profound meanings that she had inserted into her books and all of the incredible insight she had had as she crafted these statements. She said she thought she was just writing stories about her family. It never occurred to her the incredible wisdom she had had by crafting this book. And, <laughs> and so the, the, the person reviewing and the person teaching about the book got a completely different experience <laughs> than she did when she was writing this and creating this. And, and it's, it's that pretension that comes in. And so I I wonder if there there is a there is a point where we we push it and and we we take that that beautiful flow and expression that we might have with what we express artistically and we try to make it something. Um, a friend of mine was a tour guide in New Orleans, and he just he used to shake his head and laugh at people that would tell made up stories about some of these locations because he went the truth is good enough <laughs> right it's mm -hmm. it's not it's not like a horror movie but it's it's scary enough you don't need to make stuff up to to find the horror in this stuff but some people felt they had to crank it up a little bit for for their audience so i don't know that's that's my take what do you get out of that well you know it's, it's like she's saying that um, art reflects nature. Is basically what I was pretty much thinking. Um, because, you know, the thing about it is that's what we were always trying to do is we're trying to show people when we're doing art, we're trying to do an expression of what we're feeling at the moment or what, what issue we we're trying to express, um, whether it's about social justice or it's just about sitting at home, um, being in, in the kitchen, whatever it is, that's your art form. And even, even you know, I can even go deep down into this and, and say that this is more about shadow work <laughs> because human nature we are haunted and we're haunted by our own tra tragedies, our own traumas. 
our own past. A lot of us are. And if we don't deal with that, then we lash out in ways that a ghost, you know, on in Hollywood movies lashes out. With us, it's more like people turn to drinking or they turn to drug addiction or they turn to physical abuse or something else. They turn to something negative. It's kind of similar in that way is the way I kind of looked at it. But art can also be very, very beautiful once you um, process it, you understand it, and you move forward. So with human nature, once we understand why we've done something or why something has happened, then we can process it and we can move on. But there are things that we are never going to understand why somebody did something um there's events that we're never going to understand why somebody did something i mean you know for example 9-11 you know we really don't really truly understand what was going on in their minds at the time you know because we don't want people to be hurt or harmed um me, I think if I think if you're going to commit suicide, then you ought to not harm anybody else. But a lot of people, some people don't think that way. And I'm not saying people should commit suicide, okay? Right. I'm not saying that. I said people need to go and try to get help first. Um but that's basically what ended up happening when the planes were driven into the um towers. So it's it's one thing when you're trying to create your own art. And creating art is the process of expressing what you feel at that moment into a visual form. Or or for writers into a written form. And that can be just as hard, um, depending on what it is, you know. So I that's what I think it pretty much means. I think it means to go deeper into yourself and well, learn about your own nature. I think you hit a, upon an important aspect of it when you when you said the art should be natural, and that when when we allow our our art and our emotion and our expression to flow, then we get something that is honest. And when we when we push it and we try to make it happen, it becomes like the the seventeenth sequel of a horror film. Yeah, right. We've, we've done everything. We're not really. We're just. We're just doing another one. And I guess if you're someone that, that makes your living from art, there's, there's a pressure to, uh, to deliver. And I don't, I don't know how you work around that, uh, how you stay close to, to nature. I mean, you, you talked about some of the ways to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
it, it requires you to to be a whole person or at least to try to be a whole person not just not just your art right you know and the thing about it is part of shadow work <laughs> it's merging with your shadow because until you completely merge with your shadow you are still two people you show people one side and then you hide the other side you're at least two people yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean and that shadow can be your haunted nature fair enough oh that was deep <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully it wasn't pretentious <laughs> nothing's ever pretentious when you're around um Saul well I guess it depends on who you talk to <laughs> <laughs> oh so let's go into our topic today which is haunted houses or just hauntings let's just go with hauntings sure because they they manifest in in many different ways mm -hmm. uh, they're they're not like they are in tv but sometimes nope. they kind of are <laughs> yeah but but um well i mean i think tv really exploits a lot of things and um that's you one think? reason why yeah i think um <laughs> that's one reason why i don't watch um a lot of episodes like ghost hunters or um those other type of shows because to me that they, they don't really respect um the ground that they're upon sure yeah and whether you believe it or not According to the ghost, you're trespassing on their property. Right. Whether you believe that or not. And then when they start to interact with you, you you get all, oh my God, they're interacting with us. Ah, we got to run, 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 run. I'm like, you stupid jackass. What? You, that's the reason why you never ask a question unless you know the answer and you want to know the truth. I mean, duh. <laughs> I know that if you go someplace where spirit has been for a long time, uh, maybe a, an office space, an abandoned space of some sort, that there is there is some of that level of, of trespassing as an idea. But people forget that when we're talking about your house, when we're talking about your sacred space, that you have authority there. Right. And the, the, the spirits, uh, the spirits have to go along with certain aspects of what you require. You get to lay down some ground rules there. Now there's some exceptions and there are things that are, are different kinds of entities where it's a whole other story going on. But when, when there's something going on in your place, you, you have a lot of authority to do something about that, but mm -hmm. you have to exert it. Right. And you know, me, I, I am one of those people that I get, get kind of tickled a lot of times, um, especially when it comes to ghosts and hauntings and, and things, because a lot of times what they think is a honing really isn't a honing. It can be really explained most of the time. Um, 
but sometimes it's just like um every time i used to tour the winchester mystery house which i absolutely love that house it is gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and it is so mysterious and you can get lost in the place it's absolutely wonderful um every time we hit um mrs winchester's bedroom and that's where they start with the stories and the theories on why she created the house and and all this other stuff and she's always in that damn rocker <laughs> she's in that rocker and when they start to talk about it she basically says this is her house it's her money and it's her business it's nobody else's business <laughs> and it's hilarious you know but um yeah I've, I've been to other haunted houses other haunted places um i've had several different types of experience from the physical to the emotional to the mental um i've had i've had them all um but there's not like there's not one certain way that you can be able to go in and it's going to happen every time and it's not and it rarely happens like they say on on the um television and in the movies so let me ask you Saul when you experience a, a spirit or a honing when you used to go on your little honing um tours or whatever you went on how would you try to interact with the spirit well so i never really did uh uh you know ghost investigation like people like to talk about it uh i would go to places and i would try to to open to it somewhat but never really had the the opportunity to uh to to do that that sort of major investigation sort of thing i think on some levels that's a little bit of a blessing uh because the uh, the again with my background uh getting involved in all this stuff to prove it wasn't true uh i had a, a very narrow perspective on what was permissible how the ghosts were permitted to reveal themselves and and what constituted as proof and that kind of thing and as i got involved uh, in, in doing seances I, I do seances with people and a lot of the people that are involved in mine are mostly psy curious right they're they're not necessarily looking to go deep into things they just want some understanding of what this experience is like and so we explore classical spiritualism techniques and mostly stay old school. I've got some gadgets, but I, I don't put a lot of credence in them uh, because to me, mediumship, spirit connection is a very human thing. And the further you get away from that human aspect of it, the, the less meaningful anything is. Mm -hmm. um, so the kinds of things that I love to interact with are pendulums. I love uh, candle sessions. Candle mm -hmm. sessions just fascinate me uh, because 
they become very conversant once it starts to happen. And with that, we are going to take a small little quick break to listen to our amazing sponsors. And we will be right back with Witch Hat Chats. Stay tuned. Anybody can tell you what is on a tarot or oracle card. What matters is seeing beyond what others may not be able to see and help the client to uncover what lies in the mist. What do readings from Moonlight Potions and Charms do? Wednesday, I did this ancestor reading and it was an amazing reading. And it was a detailed reading. And I remember talking to this customer's ancestors and it was so delightful and he wanted some questions to be answered about the magic in his family because he didn't know and his family was mostly like most of our families are you know how everything is like hush hush when it comes to the magic in his family and he wanted to know who can he actually talk to about the history of the magic in his family and i was able to give him specifically who he can go to to talk to about that what particular deity he can actually go to to be able to help him with this and it was just an amazing reading and, and talking to his ancestors they were such a delight and they told me so much about this customer it was just an absolutely wonderful wonderful reading for him and I was just so happy to be able to give him this wonderful reading it's really amazing to be able to give people these readings these products that's really going to help them and be able to give back to the community because this is what Moonlight Potions and Charms is about. We want to help you to embrace the power of your own magic. That is what we are all about. It's to help you to do that. Book now and allow our wonderful staff to take care of your spiritual reading needs. And there is so much more in our Wicked store to help you to embrace the power of your own magic. So come on in to Moonlight Potions and Charms at www.moonlightpotionscharms.com and discover the wicked things that ignite the magical passion in you. I'm Saul Ravencraft co-host of Witch Hat Chats. I understand just how confusing and chaotic it can be to open to a path of magic and manifestation. Everything seems to turn on its head. I want to be an ally as you find the way upon your path. My studio setup will let us do readings, coaching, and exploration virtually, just as though you were sitting across the table from me. One size does not fit all, and we will work together to craft the right approaches to build your practice, your confidence, and your power using the tools of divination, magical works, and spirit connections. It's never too late to embrace a new path and emerge empowered. Go to TexasMojoMan.com and select Contact to begin. 
there's a message now. Let's get started working on your very good fortune. Have you wondered what spirituality is? Spirituality is limitless, as it does not contain any boundaries on beliefs or practices. Spirituality's most important component is personal experience and allows one to explore it freely. Every Moving We Rise is a spiritual moving tradition, as our name is our lifestyle because we are persistently rising and moving forward. We realize that everyone's spiritual journey is extremely personal, but more easily traveled with reinforcement. We'll teach you to become friends with your shadow, emerge your authentic self, and give you time and space to develop your own spirituality. And when situations bump back, you'll have the entire community behind you, as we are a magical family who work to sustain each other. Discover the benefits of working within a society dedicated to helping you grow on your personal path. Visit us on our website, Linktree, or Facebook page and discover why we don't fit in the box. And welcome back to Witch Hat Chats. I am Saul Ravencraft. I am here with Miss Nikki Kirby. We're talking about hauntings and stuff. Getting a little bit into some of the seance space. Um, so... A lot of what I do with people, I'm, I'm kind of a gateway mystic, right? I, I tend to bridge the gap between people who are curious about this into, okay, we can actually explore it. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of the presentations I do, even seance work that I do, is more for the psi-curious. Uh, these are people that are interested in what this experience would be like. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of going beyond the Disney's Haunted Mansion for the first time. And, uh, and so a lot of that is kept pretty high level uh, because we, we don't try and contact anyone specific to anybody. Uh, that's a whole other kind of thing. But every once in a while, I do have something where someone wants to go deeper. And uh, there was one in particular where a friend of mine had connected me with someone. Uh, there were some kids who had been orphaned. There was like an eight-year-old boy, maybe 12-year-old, and like a 14-year-old boy, and maybe a 15, 16-year-old girl. And they were living with their aunt after their parents had been killed. And they were really looking for some level of closure. And whenever I do this kind of stuff, whether it's it's you know more in the the psi curious space or or in in this kind of situation, I say it's possible that nothing at all will happen. Are you okay with it? Because you have to be. You the, the spirits are not performing monkeys. And, uh, and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, so everyone has to understand that I can't make this stuff happen. We can cry, try and create the context where, where it can happen. So I had a few thoughts of how to do this. This is a really delicate situation. Uh, I don't really channel 
exactly. There, there have been situations that kind of close, but it's not something that I, I own uh, for myself. Uh, sticking mostly with classic spiritualism techniques. And we started a candle session, and the candle was extremely responsive. Um, and for those of you that don't know what a candle session is, uh, the way that I do it is it's a tapered candle uh, and let it burn a little bit. And then you ask the candle to show you yes, and it will do something. It always does. And then you say, show me no, and it will do something different. It always does. And now you have ways that the candle can express similar to what you would do with a pendulum, but this is very hands-off, and now you ask your questions. And the candle was extremely responsive to the kids' questions. I was pretty much just sitting back at this point and ready to mediate if I felt like it was necessary, but mostly just let them have the conversation. And there was this one point where the girl asked, are you proud of me? And internally, I'm having a little bit of an oh shit moment. Because while I have learned that this candle does respond, my old skeptical self that is still back here goes, this could do anything. You can't control it. Which is, of course, the whole point. You can't control it. And so she asked this question, and my, my sphincter shrinks up. And, uh, and the candle doesn't just go yes, because it was doing like this 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 flicker up, uh, this kind of flame up. It didn't just go yes. It went yes. I mean, the candle flame grew like four times as high as it was before. You could hear the flame when it flared up. So it wasn't just yes. It was oh hell yes, mm -hmm. which which was of course the best possible answer you could hope for in wow. that moment. And we all had tears at that point. It was such a strong expression of love that came through that candle. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it's glorious when these things work the way the Lord says that they will. And I don't understand it. That's one of the things that I still wrestle with because as a problem solver, I, I want to understand why and how and all that. And I have to suppress that in those moments. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter how. Wow. How incredible. Uh, so a lot of what I do tends to be around there, and I try to get people as hands-on as possible. I, I want them to be involved with all of this not just watching me show my powers because it's all our powers right we can all we are right. all mediums we're all psychics mm -hmm. we're all magicians right how has that I been mean, for you right you know i like those kind of sessions where um you get the other people involved that's really really great to be able to do that um, instead of everything being focused solely on you and getting the other people involved, I really do enjoy those kind of sessions. I think those sessions are a lot more enjoyable um, because, number one, they're really opening up themselves 
when they're doing that, you know. Oh, but I've I've had a lot of a lot of many different pops away. I mean, a few months ago, I had a friend of mine who I went to school with. Um, he was a year ahead of me, and um, he had passed away. And um, he was just a ball of sunshine. And I saw it on Facebook. He 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 had been sick, but um, he was still going for his treatments. And um, I saw it on Facebook that he had um, passed. And I and I called his um, stepmother, um, and and I asked. I said, "Is this actually legit, or is it one of those Facebook, you know, tricks?" And um, as soon as um, his mother, his stepmother had called me back, he appeared before me and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, and um, see, he, he had um, diabetes and he needed a new kidney. And he had been on the list for a very, very long time. And basically, um, he wanted me to go talk to them and tell them this and this and this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we ain't going to do that. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. 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 So what I did was I created a candle called Grief and Healing. And the spell in that candle basically helps the family to be able to grieve, go through the grieving process. Because, you know, people say, well, you're going to get over it. No, you don't get over it. You get through it. There's a difference. Right. And once you hit all those stages of grief, then you can be able to move forward with that. And so I created that candle and I gave it, gave it to um, his, his father and his um, stepmother. And we had a good long conversation and it was nothing but joy about my friend. And um, basically he wanted to go out on his own terms. You know, he, he was, he was just so sick and tired of having to go five days out of the week to treatment Right. And I don't blame him. You know, it, me, I'm one of those people, I, I I believe that this is your life. And there are certain conditions in which if you if you think if you're going to go out of this world, I think you ought to be able to go out on your own on your own conditions. And um, he wanted people to understand that. And I and I told him, I said, well. I said, people don't understand that until probably a little bit later. So right now, it's initially shock, you know. But that's also the reason why we do ancestor elevation. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they can be able to, to do that. Because even when somebody is sick for as long as he was, or even if somebody has cancer, everybody's known people who have had cancer for a long, mm-hmm. long time. They've been in hospice. Um they could die any day and and they're still there six months later, you know, (laughs) you know, 
and and when they die, it's still it's still kind of a shock. But think about it from the spirit's point of view. Okay, think about it from your point of view. One minute you are having this conversation, or you're drinking this beverage, or you're eating, or you're watching TV, or whatever you're doing, and the next minute you're dead. I mean, that could right. be a, a rather big, big shock, right? Sure. You know, I I remember when I was um, in college for um, my um, graphics art and everything. And they wanted us to do an obituary, but it had it couldn't have no more than five words on there. Everything had to be visual and it had right. to be about up at the time. And I had the um, teacher, his name was Arthur, and he asked me, he says, Nikki, he said, wouldn't you be upset if nobody showed up at your funeral? I said, I think I'd be more upset the fact that I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, I'd be more upsetting than <laughs> nobody. I could give a rat's ass and came to my funeral, you know, because right. funerals are for the living. I'm dead. Sure. You know, I need to be processed. OK. And <laughs> and see, that's the thing. That's one reason why we do ancestor elevation, even for people we don't like. When you find some somebody, a spirit you don't like, elevate them, get them out. Let them let them start the process of healing, um, because that is a lot of drama. I mean, I can just just imagine that. And a few weeks ago, I had this person um, talking to me about their views of death and how they would die, and they they believe in a form of Christianity. And you're never going to believe this yet. Be nice. <laughs> I am nice. Okay. So at the moment of death, God is going to come and take the spirit out of the head like a vacuum cleaner. Uh, <laughs> I was like, all right. And then the spirit is going to go up and be and be um, put to sleep and they're waiting for this mansion that's being built in heaven and once the mansion is complete then god is going to wake that spirit and put that spirit in the mansion well that, that makes sense to me i mean construction is having a lot of staffing problems right now and it's going to take a while for all this yeah, to be completed but I mean, hell, it took him only, what, three days to create the world? Wow. And he did, what, over 2,000 years? I mean, I, I, I was able on. to do stuff in my 20s that I can't do so well today. <laughs> what the hell? And he's I'll already in his mansion. You know, he's already in his mansion. Right. So, so if he, I mean, can you imagine you get swooped up out of your brain, like, like, um, there's things that's in banks, you know, in the bank drive-through, right up there, like that. <laughs> and then, and then you get gassed. <laughs> you get gassed, and you put in a little coffin, and you may not even be woke up again. Can you imagine that? Did that I seem mean, to bring him comfort? And I'm like, this brings you comfort, and I'm like. 
And and it did, because God is going to wake me up. Well, if God hasn't woke up all those other people yet, and he's had all this time to create this mansion for everybody, which should have been created over a thousand years ago, okay, then when the hell are you going to wake up? <laughs> you know, number one, dying is it's going to be a, a tragedy in itself. Okay, that's going to be the first trauma that the spirit is going to go through. And then the spirit is going to be gassed. I mean, the way it's going to be yanked out and then it's going to be gassed. Really? Well, you know, the psychiatrist, I can just imagine the psychiatrist will have a damn fit once this once they get woke up. You know? Well, but all this stuff is metaphor. I mean, that's that's the whole point. Is is we have stories, some we, some we've been told, some we've we found on our own, and they they give us some way to interact with death, but we we can't really understand what that is, and so I think whatever whatever story helps you to accept that part of living in nature is is that that you have to die in nature and whatever way allows you to have that as part of your understanding it it that's fine that's fine i mean the all all of these ideas even some of the the ones that we subscribe to uh, in witchcraft are are they're they're fairy tales they're comic books they're allegory they're metaphor they're not the truth but they are a way for us to understand the truth uh and you know i good for him that he's got something <laughs> as long as he doesn't try to impose it on you <laughs> i'm like oh my god yeah like papa legba please get out of this place <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not for some people pop papa legba is is pretty way out it's yeah just, he he is for, for a lot of people you know yeah. but you know for me he he he's he's the dude he's the man uh one of the few few um ones that i will interact interact with fair enough all right well, that seems to be all for our show today. Things are going very quickly, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. But that's all right. We could always make oh, more. We always do. So embrace your inner power, support your community, and keep your fuzzy babies, your family, friends, and yourself safe. Make sure that your Black cats and black dogs are hidden inside during the during the Halloween and Samhain week. Um, make sure that they're not in danger, and have an absolute magical week. You have been listening to Witch Hack Chats, host Miss Nikki Kirby. Co-host, Saul Ravencraft, 
Executive Producer, Nikki Kirby. Producer, Saul Ravencraft. Video Editor, Magical Myth Entertainment. Myth Made Productions. Witch Hat Chats theme song, The Middle Witch, by Serena Janini. Magical Myth Entertainment. Myth Made Productions. Sponsored by Ever Moving We Ride, Moonlight Places and Charms, Texas Mojo Man, Copyrighted 2020 through 2022 by Nikki Kirby and Witch Hat Chat, Trademark, All Rights Reserved. All material of Witch Hat Chats is a trademark of Nikki Kirby and Magical Miss Entertainment. This podcast is for information only and is not an offering of sale of any security of Witch Hat Chats trademark or its project or its affiliates. All video, audio, and music are the property of Nikki Kirby and Witch Hat Chats trademark. And may not be disclosed, distributed, or reproduced without the express written permission of Nikki Kirby and Witch Hat Chat's trademark. <laughs>